Hey, morning all. Uh, again, an answer to the question of one of my readers, Artyom. He is describing a situation which is very typical when uh, an architect is a smart person and the management is not that smart. So the management doesn't know what they're doing. They are implementing the wrong business strategy. They are spending money on something which they shouldn't spend money on. So the long story short is that the architect doesn't agree with what the management is doing, but uh, it's an architect position. So the architect cannot do what I suggested in the video 33, cannot just pretend that he or she is working while sitting in the office and doing something else. Because the architect is an important position and the management, the boss of the company, will eventually blame the architect for technical mistakes and when the startup will actually collapse and fail, then all the blames will be on the architect. So what the architect has to do in that case, how to behave in a good management, in a right management, responsibility is always personal. It's always easy to tell who made the mistake, who is responsible or who did the right thing and who has to be rewarded. In a bad management, it's always a group responsibility. Those managers always say, we all together as a team are responsible for the result. We work here together. We're the same board. We want to deliver the result. We care about the business. So don't point fingers. Don't make anyone personally responsible for anything. It's all about us, the team. That's a perfect indicator of a poor management, a weak management or stupid management. So let's say you have that kind of management and you cannot change the job. Because my first recommendation, of course, Artyom, would be to just change the company. Just go, go somewhere where the business is smarter but sometimes you cannot do that you have a very good salary your office is close to your home uh, your wife doesn't allow you to change the job many things may happen so you have to stay where you stay so you have to do everything you can in order to protect yourself against uh, future finger pointing so how do you do that i can give you a number of recommendations you have to be in as many meetings as possible. So don't stay in front of your computer, don't write anything, don't make technical decisions. Instead, be at those meetings, organize them, put people together and make sure the majority of technical decisions are discussed in those meetings. That will demonstrate that the decisions are not made by you. They are made by the team. We all were at the meetings Everybody discussed that, you, him, her, everybody. And then we decided to use that platform. We decided to use that framework. So don't blame me. It was not my decision. It was the decision of the group. We are together, made a mistake, nobody to blame. So the more meetings you have, the better. Help people around you. Go around the office, help everybody. Be a good coach, be a good mentor. Again, don't write code, don't make technical decisions, but always be busy with helping other people. In that case, again, will be difficult to blame you because I was not actually doing anything. I was not actually writing anything. I was busy helping the team. I was helping the team to grow. And that's very important to have a good team, to have a team which uh, grows, which where people are motivated to learn and all that. So turn your team into sort of a school. So teach them, train them, uh, get very excited about their a learning process but don't write anything don't make any technical decisions and you will have a very good excuse for that because i was busy helping people stay in the office for as long as you can the longer you are in the office the more you demonstrate that you are so excited about the company you're so motivated to be in this project and you care about the project the later you leave the office the more you care about the business and that will demonstrate your bosses that uh, you're not the person to blame maybe that person made some technical mistakes 
but he cared about the business. He was with us till 10 p.m. He was always in the office. He sometimes he even slept in the office. Here's the couch where that guy slept on. How can we blame him for uh, choosing the wrong technology or making some technical mistakes? We cannot do that. Use only the technologies which are old and proven on the market. Don't experiment. Don't try anything new because it's dangerous, especially if you will make those decisions. So don't suggest anything new. No fancy stuff, nothing modern, just very old standard stuff which is on the market for ages. Again, I think the reason is obvious because if you experiment, if you suggest something which may potentially uh, do something good for the business, but it's risky, they will blame you for suggesting that. So always stay away from those experiments. If somebody suggests something, some programmer, make sure that it's obvious where the suggestion is coming from. Make sure that we all know that it was suggested by Jeffrey, not by me. Jeffrey suggested to use Docker containers for deployment. Jeffrey, it's a good idea. Thanks. Let's try it. But if it fails, we know who to blame. It was Jeffrey. It was not me. No new ideas should come from you. Never. Never argue with your boss. I think it's obvious. No matter what they suggest, your managers, you always agree. You may sometimes correct their decisions, but I would suggest to stay away from that. Just agree with what they say. In that case, again, they will not blame you. They will know that the decisions were there. If they come up with a, any stupid idea they can come up with, you just say, yeah, maybe. It may work because anything may work in the end of the day. Don't try to make any points. Don't try to have an opinion at all. The best way is to have no opinion. That's the safest position. Because in that case, you can be blamed for having your opinion. Accept what the boss says. That will save your life. That will save your money. That will save your reputation. And in general, in any discussions, in any conflicts, in any disputes inside the office, in the, in the project, don't take any sides. Don't say that this is the right way and this is the wrong way. Always say that there are pros and cons in both decisions, in both technologies. So we need to think more, we need to discuss more, blah, blah, blah. So always be somewhere in the middle. Never go for any specific decision strongly. Never argue for any specific decision. Let the people do that. Let your programmers argue and you just stay aside and watch how it happens. That will give you safety again because it will be difficult to blame you because you are not on any side and at any point of time you will be able to jump on the successful side, the side which wins. And those who were on the other side, they will be the losers and maybe you can turn them into scapegoats and maybe even fire them for staying on the wrong side. But the management, especially the stupid management, will always see that you are the person of reason. So you always see pros and cons and you always can balance everything. That you are a guy full of wisdom. That will save again your money, that will save your reputation. Of course, you should never ask for a raise. Never discuss money in the office with your management, never at all. As much as they pay, great. They give you the money, you're so grateful for that. Be a good soldier, be the person who cares about results, not about personal profit. That will again demonstrate them that uh, they shouldn't blame you when the ship finally sinks. They will understand that you didn't care about yourself, you cared about uh, our mutual result. Maybe they have to find somebody else to blame. Of course, you have to be social. You have to attend to all possible social events in the company. Parties, Friday beers, 
uh, lunches everywhere. You have to be there. You have to be at the center of the company, the center of a social group. Never be an outsider. Stay inside the social circle, connect with everybody, know everybody, of course, know your management, know their families. That's how you make yourself untouchable. Because how can we blame a friend? How can we blame a family member for our mistakes? We cannot. We can blame somebody who we don't know. We can say that that person who we barely saw at our parties is the guy who made all the technical mistakes. But that person, the architect, he's a family member. Don't blame him, better take him to the next project when that one collapses. So the closer you stay to your management, the more you know about their families, the safer you are. Yet another interesting trick which uh, was suggested in my blog post by one of my readers is that you have to include your boss or bosses in all technical emails, put them into CC. So make sure that they all see how you discuss technical things with your programmers and with the team. That way they will be part of that discussions and they will understand that it's difficult to blame you because they were also in that uh, email loop. So they also saw the decisions, they saw how the discussion was going and they didn't suggest anything else. They didn't interrupt us. They didn't uh, tell us that we we're doing something wrong. So why do you guys blame us? We informed you. You were in the circle. You knew what's going on. So now it's difficult to blame me as an architect because you, my boss, knew everything. So make sure you put those people every time into CC. They will not blame for spamming them because they don't read those emails anyway. They don't understand what you're talking about. But they will get the feeling that they are part of the decision-making process. And that's good for you. They will, that will give you safety. You should try to take as less vacations as possible. Stay in the office, be there full time and don't even ask for a vacation. Look tired, look very engaged into the project, look very excited about doing those things, but never ask for a vacation. Because if you go for a vacation, that will be easy to blame you later. He was taking a vacation when we had technical problems in the project. He cared about his family, he cared about his own pleasure while we had uh, those issues with the production servers. You better stay in the office full-time, all the time, no vacations. I understand it's difficult, you will get tired, but it will be better for your safety. So wait until the project collapses and then you take a vacation and then you go to the next project. And the last one, if and when any recruiters approach you, you should let your boss know about that and tell them that you turned those recruiters down. The boss should know that there are some offers on the market and you turn them all down because you're a very loyal soldier, because you want to stay in that project and you care about it and you cannot be blamed for any mistakes because of that, because you care. So that's a short list. If you know something else, tell me. I'm interested to know. Uh, I actually wrote a blog post about that, I think, three years ago. I'll put it on the, uh, in the show notes below. These things work. So, Artyom, I hope I helped you understand what you should do. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.